Skulljack. Hey, your pals are doing, and welcome to Skulljack. This episode, Stephen, Tom, and Dean have a lovely fireside chat down at our local game store, chatting about recent tournaments attended and the decks that are shaping the scene. Stephen and Tom especially have been uh, going to a lot of tournaments this year already, so for them it's business as usual. Let me just get the housekeeping done. If you want to drop us a line, you can at skulljackcast at gmail.com. That's skulljackcast at gmail.com. Check us on Facebook and Twitter. And without any further waiting, I give you episode 17. Same old thing. Hello. So, I'm here with Tom. Hello. Dean. Hello. And me, Stephen. Uh, so, Tom and I went to a uh, tournament last weekend in Leeds. It was one of the last store championships, I think. I think last this weekend of store championships it was. Of official ones, there's one in uh, well, that one field. In, is that not official? Uh, there's no buy. Oh, oh okay. Eh, still, it's fun. Um, so, yeah, what did you take, Tom? I took HDCI and Big Daddy K. Do you want, do you want to explain what that uh, is for the uninitiated? So, Big Daddy K is um, a deck built by the same guy who built RP Prison. Oh. Shockingly. Hmm. Um, he seems like a great guy. It's basically an update of the old Congress Kate decks, which use tons of drip economy and bag mopers to basically get it anywhere, with Tapworm. How's that doing, though? Tapworm seems to have just slotted very well into one particular kind of deck. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Uh it's not very good against Rush. No. It's good against most other things. Anything that's sitting pretty at least 10 plus credits. Yeah. Because so you've got Beth on top of that, which is... I mean, what's the install cost? It's only, like... What, tap, oh, tap yeah. Zero. Zero. It's the only, it's you have to run a central. It's good at even, like, five credits then, right? Because it's... It's, it's still... It's still drip. It's yeah, an extra drip. It's still one drip. drip. Yeah, it's fine. And you're in satcons to say... Said no, don't, don't even. It's I think you it. said, "Why did you not purge with, with you can see towers?" It's just not worth it. Not when there's two satcons on the table. When it's probably easier for you to go faster and just try and outpace them than try and. If you slow down to try and beat the tower, you will lose. Yeah. What, what's the implement on it? Two. It's. Um... Are you thinking your halo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the only zero cost virus, isn't it? Yes, it is. Which is weird. A criminal. Well, you couldn't put it in Anak, now, could you? Not really. There's no deck you'd want to put it in. Um, really? Really? Noise? Oh, yeah, noise. That, that, well, that often played idea at the moment. Yeah, but you can't print a zero-cost virus to give him three mils. Well, true. Yeah. Then he sells into ways up some deja vu's in the back. Does it, does it again. again? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, it's probably a good thing that's not one influence then. How did your decks do on the day then? Uh, my runner deck went 3-1. What did it lose to? It lost to a Rushy HB who... Rarely went over 10 credits. Was that Rob? Uh, Robin, yeah. Robin from Nottingham, yeah. Yeah, because we had uh, Gary, Timo and Robin coming up from Nottingham as well, so we're playing with the big boys. Um, it beat Railgun, it beat CI Kill, and it beat something else in round one. How did you beat CI Kill with it? I vamped him. Oh, right, you got to all the money and then vamped Oh, yeah, yeah, also it runs vamp. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Is that, and that's, that's how you, you and Timo beat each other, isn't it? Yeah, he was running Railgun, I was running Vamp. I was running CI, we vamped each other. Vamped each other, and you got a runner split somehow, <laughs> which confused everyone at that time. Um, what about your Corp? Uh, my Corp only won one game. 
Oh, really? In the first round. Um, I played three games against virtually the same wizard deck. Oh, Because right. rounds two, three, three, four were against the Nottingham crew. Yeah, so you played were, all three of them. You got the set. they were only wizard with two interfa- archives interfaces yes. and two soul sets. Yes. So everything, that, pretty much everything that was accessed was killed once it, once it hits either archives or once they so, find at that point. Which means that your only actual hasty combo is uh, shipment from Sansan, shipment from Sansan. Reclamation order. To get them all back so they can't go in and yeah. get rid of them. Yeah, it's, it's a bit shitty. And they have medium. Yeah. And energy. That's, that's the thing with that deck as well, is that even though they were touring slight... I think they weren't card for card the same decks. So yeah, there was a few small There was changes. a few changes, but mostly... They functioned in the same... Pretty same. much. They, were, they weren't all running vamp. No, Robin, I don't think, but he said at the end of the tournament he wasn't running vamp. But... Still though, Team on Gary were, yeah. Yes, yeah, still, still pretty hard. Like, I, I, I've never played against Archives Interface before, and with my Palada, it was just. I mean, just, it's a good shout. There's a lot of recursion around it. Oh yeah, there is. Well, it's think also it's mostly medical to try and deal with the CI decks that we've and friends decks. CI and friends. friends yeah. It also uh, deals with Railgun fairly well because even if because that means if you get uh, the boom in the bin, you, you can then kill it out of the bin, which is the important thing. If you, if you can get Railgun's Boom where they, they, it's a dead deck pretty much yeah. it's ice isn't good enough to keep you out no I think, I think Timo was running I think nine pieces of ice mm. but that meant that he did get I think twice he just got top decked yeah I think he, you I pretty much top decked him and I think in uh, when he was in the top car he got uh, pretty much top decked twice in a row yeah. and just I think cause it, I think both times it was the, f- the full on 5-3 I think it was running um, restructured data pool but yeah I stole this 5-3 yeah. I, I think it, if you steal that 5-3 you're in for a d- good shout because mm-hmm. it's a, a lot easier to do it as well I still I need more practice against Railgun I don't really know how to play against it it's, I know how to defend against it but I don't know when I can actually run against it hope that they don't score breaking news turn one have, well, that, well Timo have, scored breaking news turn one against me so I was like well shit so what am I, I going to do I can now? tell you how I beat it go on then have you actually City Hall in the credit league yeah that, that works yeah pretty much yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, tap one. Not even. It just drip economy. No, Railgun. Railgun's not even that rich. Railgun just needs, what, about seven? It's just five, it's fast. Five, it's fast. It needs it about needs, five to ten credits to kill you. But to kill through tech, it has to beat you in the trace because it uses yes. um, Hatchet Job. <laughs> Which, yeah, it's, it's like a zero for a trace six or something? Uh, hatchet, yeah, it's a zero for trace five. It is a double though, but it's got a zero trash cost on it, which doesn't really matter because let's face it, you're not hammering. Yeah, you can't. That's the problem with railgun is that you can't risk running early in case they just go boom and just kill you. So they can do that from one credit behind, I think. I they think can so, hatchet yeah. double piece of tech, twenty four seven boom. But from what I understood, uh, you, if you've got Hades on the table, though they can't get rid of it. No, because as soon as they shut down, there's no window. Yeah, they have. They'd have to hatch it out of hand. Uh, no, because you could wait. What? And it's virtual. No, that's the thing. That's why. Because what Timo was saying is that because the thing was the point I was coming to is I got the dream out of Geist and got a uh, got Hades on a pedal at turn one. Then you kill that. Because I didn't realise I've never played against Hatchet Job before. Didn't realise it, it's there's no trigger on it. It's just trace. There's no you have to make a run, which I think is I don't like things like that. Because usually there's a downside to things like that, like, what is it, um, Invasion of Privacy. Not that it's the, Brit- the best card in the world, but that doesn't require a trigger either. Zero, but it's, it's, zero for a Trace 5 without a trigger seems... It's pretty good. Wait, so zero for a Trace is it 5. Zero? I'm fairly sure it is. I can't use my phone right now. But it's, yeah, it's, either way, it's not much for a Trace and 5. No, 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 it bounces a, bounces a non-virtual resource to your hand. Right. But, but with, with Pedal... Yeah, you lose the three cards underneath. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I was quite sad about it. He didn't even know. No, he, was, he was just. It's cost two for a trace five. Oh no. Add an, add an insult to non virtual card. Non virtual card? Non virtual card. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like it when the, they just have. They can do nothing. So just you want to put that leprechaun in your deck on. Be <laughs> rich. Well, I took um, a, a Palana deck and uh, my Geist deck, which did okay. Well, I think Geist did better than Palana. It, it did better when you remember to legwork. Shut up. There were two gems in the hand and you didn't read it. Yeah, I know. Me I sh- and Gary were sat watching him saying, he's legwork, he's legwork. <laughs> Five turns, he's I'm, For some reason, I'm, I'm just really <laughs> blind when it comes to legworks. I don't know why. I know I've got, I've got one, maybe two now in my deck. Oh, I didn't actually play my Geist today. Um, I've got at least one in my deck. It's I, two. Well, I think I had. You were It was in your hand. In that case, <laughs> I've, in that case, I've only got one because uh, I, yeah, I thought I'm, I thought I was meant to be playing it out of the bin. But either way, yeah, I should have like worked. But I don't think it would have made that much difference at the end. In the end of the day, because despite the fact that I came fourth, I went into the top cut and immediately just lost two games because you don't have any more access in your own deck. I, yeah, that's, that was the problem with that guy. Is that it's all just single access stuff and it's, it doesn't really work. It's a bit too slow. That being said, though, like you said, if I put a medium in there, then... Yeah, when we get the new Crim Decoder, put a medium in there. For this, this yeah. Hopefully at that point you just put all three of those new, those new, um, those new breakers in there. Assuming the Conman breakers. Conman, yeah. Assuming, they're not all, assuming the other two aren't horseshit. I don't see why the Sentry one would be horseshit, because it's criminal. The only one that might be a bit rubbish is the Barrier one. But, but I mean, you're looking against Saker. In a rich deck, Saker's okay. Saker is fine, actually. Of all, like, it's the one I'm totally happy to. I'd rather have Zoo and Saker than the other way around than having to get, like, Paperclip or. Saker starts strength one, isn't it? That's fine. So it's a pretty much equivalent to Snowball. It's equivalent to Inti. I mean, yeah, okay, Inti's zero to play, but still. But you notice it's basically the same stats as Snowball, except you've got to punt twice. Oh, yeah, I suppose the, the two for two is a bit shitty, but even then, it's like. And Same reason you're playing Inti is like what big barriers are you playing against often? Not a lot. IP block. It's not really big, but it's annoying. Yeah, well, but yeah, but that, out of that geist, then that IP block just says beat yeah. a trace, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, uh, yeah against, oh, yeah, of course you against any rich well. deck, you just yeah. yeah, yeah. Beat trace. Well, that's why I want to play it against. Uh, I think it was my last round. Oh, you know, killer. All that, yeah. Uh, I played against uh, I think Sam McCall um, and he was playing a what was it Making News Glacier or a Tracier no no the, yeah the mythical NBA Glacier that is it never quite never quite I really like it as a concept I was telling him afterwards that I really really like it it just doesn't really work against rich runners no because you can kind of face check with impunity and you're not really worried as long as you've got money yeah, the issue with it is always you need to trace this to fire for it to work yeah exactly and there's not many well I suppose there's not very few traces on cards that you can get around especially in the world of just massive ice destruction and yeah, and prepared runners at the minute yeah that's the thing it's like I was saying that I think I was talking to you about Ash mm. and it's just Ash is still fine okay rumour mill does kill it but it's not rumour mill that you're worrying about it's the fact that runners you can't get every, every decent runner plays Temujin and runners are so rich at the moment it's just you'd be like money can't keep people out of servers anymore you've got to have your tricks I think part of the problem for the the, the NBN Glacier or Tracier <laughs> awful um, is hey, that you just it's, said it, it's, so. it's defensives or assets and not upgrades if you consider 
yeah, uh, what's the one that Harry Potter? No, yeah, that's the one. Like if that were an upgrade, I think the deck might get pushed sort of. I think if that were an upgrade, the, the deck would right be ridiculous because you could three ice and remote with three of them in it. Yeah, but you're not likely to see. All yeah, that's a perfect scenario, but yeah. still, yeah. yeah we're, we're playing in that run of Christmas land there, and uh, but I mean, even being able to just shove one or two into your remote mm. would help the deck a lot, especially when you've got Wizard. You can't leave them undefended. Mm. You can't leave them undefended. But being able to put them defended in your scoring remote would help the deck out a lot. Could yeah. run for the Merging Rack Studio. <sighs> <laughs> no, I, don't know. I, th- I think just assets in general I think have to, unless you're going full assets, back, mm. have to be defended. Th- this is the biggest problem with Wizard. It kills off the sort of mid-range deck that mm. wants a, a medium amount of ice and some assets. You can't do that. Well, this is the thing. That's what I was, tra- I was thinking about with like with that Jemison deck that I've made. It would be great if I didn't have to score those hostile takeovers. Sure, okay, they give me a point, but I'd much rather spend that time and money on, say, like public support. But that means you don't have to defend public support for at least two turns, or just leave it out there and they can't trash it. But it's only what, like three, four to trash? trash. Which is that's just one credit for Wizard. Like he's not going to give a shit. And let's face it, he'll probably remove it from the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that game we played earlier, where I was trying Envy and Glacier, and you were playing the Wizard deck. Oh right, yeah, yeah. You just removed all my win cons from the game. Yeah. That's, that's the problem with it as well. Is that it's that that wizard deck is kind of the deck to be at the moment, and there's not really much you can do about it. There's not really much you can do to tech against it, apart from using maybe like ice. Like, I think you can probably do like a HB deck that has like magnet and architect and things like that, it, which can't be killed. It has this, some of the same issues as the smoke deck that was going around earlier in the season that I took to York. That in the at the end of the game, it, it has no permanent economy. Mm, yeah. It, if you can stop it winning, which is a very big if, yes. you just can't get it. it it's clicking for us. Yeah. But that being the said, though... The problem is you're playing against medium. Which, yeah, which is just inherently kind of rushing. They can just get... Even if it's a case of, you know, they get they uh, they kill the ice or they're able to get in, get a few counters on medium, they can then spend a couple of more turns just getting more money, spending a bit of time. Even then, it's like, do you really want to purge? Because that's the Two thing. Counters? No. No, that's the thing. It's that, like, the tempo that it puts on you to try and hard purge because like, ideally against that, that that deck you want to be adv- advancing significantly advancing your board state every single turn and if you can't keep up then it will just get on top of you and just set you back like, I think you do have tech options against Wizard though mm. if, if it's doing that you've got Macrophage you've got CVS uh, CI is running uh, Cyberdex Trial anyway yeah um, Arc Lockdown does help I don't know if, if uh, purging is really an issue right now with the amount of cards that we've got. Like, the, if they face check the macro page, it's probably going to fire, or at least the trace of Well, them. it doesn't against Cifa. No. Because the other issue with that deck is it's running all. It's running a mix. It's running two paperclip and then. I think it's two paperclip. One well, of each of the other conspiracies and one each of the fixed, is it? Yes, pretty much. You can. I think there are certain builds where you can push it to two yog. But even then, it's it's just generally two paperclip, one MK, one Mimic. That's whether or not you're in strike, isn't it? I think so, yeah. And then one Yogg and uh, one Black Orchestra, maybe two Yogg. Because... Black Orchestra is basically your answer to Lotus Field. Yeah. So that's that's one of the tech options you have. The issue is that C, C for Yogg just, turned, just laughs at Macrophage. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, like we were saying that, like, do you think Macrophage would be too overpowered if it said it cannot host cards? I would, if it couldn't, if it just said it cannot host viruses, it would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Knight at 
Like, all you want is got four subs. Yeah, or even then, like, I suppose at that point then, you can siffer yogurt, but that means you're using your siffer for that turn, and I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm totally okay with that. If you're just going to break that for nothing, that means you're not parasiting anything else this turn, and I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Like, I do wonder if some kind of major hand size reduction would be kind of oppressive against it. But it's just a question of how, how quickly can you do that. Yeah, the issue then is you need, you need to be able to combine that with snare, essentially, and be rich. I mean, that's what... So, that's kind Spiky of what, Well, no, that's what that Nisei deck I've got. It's, it's, the, it, oh, yeah, it's, it's ripped off from the one that Edie was playing. But essentially, you're trying to reduce hand size and then force them to into Exactly, snare. yeah. You're trying to get them down to three or two cards... And then put put more snares than there are agendas in the in the deck because there's only eight agendas in that deck. Yeah. Does IT department ruin Sifin? No. No, because you can generally, use the same window. Generally, the rule is Dean. Sifin wins. Well, yeah, but Sifin I mean, wins. The way, Dean. the way it works is that it, wins. it takes the um, most recent modifier to the strength, right? The problem is you can use icebreakers in the same window you use Sifin. So there's no remaining yep. subs. If you had a way to add subs at the same time as IT department, then it might do. But uh, now we're heading into Jank Town. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's two different icebreaker effects. Yeah. So, once. see, I thought it would be um, paid ability window for the runner, paid ability window for the corp, break ice. No, it's generally runner does all their things, corp does things. If runner wants to react to those corp things, the chain starts again. If, well, that, if, in, that, if, in that case it'd work then, right? well, if you because need, they decide to Sifir if they choose to Sifir you use IT department and the ice now has strength Sifir triggers at the start of the encounter window and then the runner has the first paid ability yeah, um, yeah. Um, with which they use it to break yeah. ice so, there is no way to get around Sifir as far as I'm aware so if Sifir was a paid ability that would not no. solve the issue but help no. it if Sifir happened in the approach window Mr. One help no. Um, no, 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 because you have an opportunity to react afterwards. What, in the encounter window? In the, no, yes. the approach window. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I suppose if it was when you approach a piece of ice, you may reduce your hand size by one. Which means then if the cop has an effect to counter it, IT department, the cop troubleshooter, you can yeah. fire that. But it'd be a bit weird, like... You, but I suppose at that point, then you're then committing to Sifir if it's then an unres piece of ice, which isn't that bad. Well, no, because you res in the approach window. Uh, yeah, but there's a runner, runner does their things first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. None of this is ever going to happen. No, but, but both players have to pass to end the window. Um, yes. I think. Yes. I'm this is, this, this, is, this, this is, is this is a really awkward timing question. This is a, this is also <laughs> magical Christmas land where Sifir yeah. isn't as broken to shit as it already is. But you just know. trying to find a solution, you know. I'm telling you, Marcus Batty Z two. Talking of Sifir. Yes. Sifir and Shaper. See, this is the thing, <laughs> is that playing against that wizard deck is like, I think you do have certain outs, because all it is at the end of the day is a really efficient medium delivery system. Oh, God, yeah. If you can get around medium, if you can do something to combat that, like that Polana deck I've now changed to include both CVS and Snare, which means you don't have to worry about R&D as much, because you're going to have the money to pay for Snare, let's face it, mm-hmm. and they're not worried about trying to avoid damage, they'll just take it on the nose. Do you have Batty in that? I do, I have two of them. Yeah. I'm oh, I, killed, I killed someone with Batty. What was it? I, um, on Sam McCall, I killed with uh, Cortex Lock and Batty. Because he'd, what was it? He had uh, three cards in hand, I think it would be. And he had Mongoose and Desperado installed. And I just, uh, I put the Cortex Lock down and then just put the Batty in there prepared for later. And then he ran it. I'm like, oh, 
psychic kill you. <laughs> and they just killed him, and he was like, oh shit, yeah, shouldn't have installed De- uh, Desperado, but oh well. It's like, kind of justified Cortex lock, but I just find, I don't know, I find, I find Cortex lock either, is either really good or just useless. If they set up before running, uh, useless. So against Tom, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and if they don't set up before running, then you have to draw it early, yes. and they have to run the server that you put the Cortex yeah. lock in. I, don't, I think overall. The issue with it is bad it's. Card. Well, not it's good card. when people face check against in tech. Mm, but nobody face checks against in tech these days. I don't, I don't think many people face check that much. If old school RP, answer. maybe, yeah. because there wasn't many scary bits of ice out of old school RP, but yeah. even then. You might have occasion come out Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You will hit the occasion come out But yeah, point is that out of, out of Wizard, it's. Sifo Parasite is not that bad. It's, it's, economy booster. it's still really good. It's still incredibly effective for what it sh- what it does. But at the end of the day, they still have to face check that ice because apart from Peddler, they have no way to insta Parasite. But the problem with Shaper, personal workshop. <sighs> yes. Clone Shaper. Yeah, personal workshop, Clone Shaper. Just the fact the, the the instant speed that Shaper can do it with means that it's oh, it's just fucking oppressive. Let's not forget SMC. Well, SMC, yeah. I mean, like, well, that, um, that's the thing. No, he doesn't. That's the thing. <laughs> Tom's, Tom's Chaos deck, which is just a, which is a parasite cipher <laughs> delivery system off a personal workshop. Does, and equivocation. And equivocation, yeah. That's the important <laughs> thing. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to draw five cards this turn and you're going to look at ten. Which means that then snare doesn't work. No. Because you have to, well, it's, well, it's, it's less effective, it's, yeah. Fifty percent of the time, it works every time. And also, yeah. I'm only accessing one or two cards anyway. Yeah, but even yeah. test run as well. Yeah, he does. So you can uh, recur the, the parasite. Yep. And then immediately. Just. I don't know. I don't know what you can do against it. I mean, like the only time I beat it was when you were only running one equivocation, and I managed to snipe it with the Kronos project. You can curl up into a ball and cry. <laughs> that, that is a... I mean, that's not a, really a strategy, that's more just a, a response. <laughs> I mean, hopefully Tom will feel sorry for you and just give you the win. I don't know. Are, we, are we getting in Magical Christmas land where Tom's feeling sorry for you because he's playing an oppressive deck? Like RP Prison. Like RP Prison, yes. Yeah. Seems to be a theme, Tom. Hmm, cha- Tom chaos he- deck with infinite siphons. RP deck with uh, with infinite net damage. Hey, an industri- industrial genomics deck with infinite net damage. A chaos deck with infinite parasites. <laughs> Sounds like a theme here, Dean. Have you ever just looked in the mirror in the morning and thought, wow, that guy is such a cunt? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> I'm not even sure if we might have to bleep that word. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's it's up to Hayden. It's up to Hayden. But yeah, no, that is. Uh, talk, yeah, I don't even know how you can tech against it because by the I time. Oh, yeah, but is that even enough? What to get rid of the parasite? Is it one parasite. Two, Two parasites. Uh, well, Deja Vu doesn't help. It. Yeah, I suppose no. Arc Lockdown is probably your best bet. But that, that doesn't even do it. You'd need to use it twice. Well, if, this, if, this is the thing, is that I wonder if me. with more... And, and even then, it's got Shaper Breakers, right? It's yeah. not like it's completely around the Parasite. It, can, it has Breakers. Yeah, but at least like, playing the Parasite would slow it down. Yeah. I think... I wonder if, if the prevalence of, of Cipher means that we're going to see... If we got some kind of really decent hardware trash... Like, we've got Z2, which is about the closest we've got to a decent hardware trash, because, as we are saying, it's the only hard, the corp trashes a program subroutine on a piece of ice. So, yeah, you can batty it, but that's still... 
three influence you're throwing into into a deck for Z or even if you're not splashing Batty at that point. But and punitive might work. Punitive, really? Uh, power shutdown. Mm-hmm. No, I mean punitive. Camp strike. Yeah. Why? Well, because you're usually going to be scoring multiple agendas in a turn. Mm. I don't know. With equivocation and the ability to get into R and D as many times as you want. You also have to be reaching them. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's an ideal solution, mm. and it also wouldn't work all the time. You'd have to have drawn the punitives and hope that they're scoring multiple agendas in a turn. I but think if there was a time when punitive was any kind of good, it's long since passed. I think again, runners are just too rich. Yeah. So I think it's why you don't see any kill decks that require tags you just don't see like mid-seasons or anything like that anymore I mean you do every now and again but you have to be super fucking rich like your that chaos deck just loses to CTM uh, probably but again like CTM has had its day like with Aaron and Whitaker won hit won the star championship here with that say again Whitaker won the star championship here with that yeah but that was was that pre or post Aaron post Aaron post Aaron Mm. running mid-seasons I mean, all power to him, but I don't think I don't think you're going to see as much CTM as you used to. Standard, standard CTM. I think I think also standard CTM just dies to uh, or just sifter with. Well, yeah, it can, it it doesn't run that many ice. You you're not triggering. You've got maybe one strike in that deck. But importantly, you've got slums, if not multiple. So any it, it's not triggering. It's. Uh, it's ability. Maybe it, you can it triggers it on parasite. I was gonna say yeah, on the parasite. You but can then you it. can just I slums a, an asset. I start a parasite. I run and kill the parasite. Yeah, pretty much. You just kill an asset before you kill the ice, so you're not actually triggering it. And then you just deep dig into R and D. And you've got you've got two Aaron in there, which means that breaking news is just turned off. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll see much CCM anymore. These also days. means that you don't really have to be trashing the asset before you trash the ice if you've got Aaron out. Yeah, you can just use an iron cannon. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Costs you nothing. Yeah, fuck you, CTM. I mean, it relies on you drawing the iron, but... Yeah, but you'd be surprised how quickly that deck can get through. Yeah, deck has a decent amount of draw. I mean, well, the one I've got is just... Um, inject Three injections, three I've had worse. And Peddlers. And, and yeah, and Peddlers. I might change Inject to uh, Earthrise. Because I found today that it actually caused some problems because it got rid of my Yogg and turned my parasites. Not like Robin though, who trashed all three parasites in, in one in oh, one inject. <laughs> it was it was something parasite. Oh, that's bad. Parasite number two. Oh, that's really bad. Oh shit! Parasite <laughs> number three. On the bright side, he earned three credits. He did. <laughs> Best economy. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He, yeah, he did. But it was it was quite a moment just to see all these. I think that probably didn't help against that final game against Gary. The fact he just he lost all of his parasites. But that was an interesting game. In fact, I'd say that probably hindered him quite a lot. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was an odd game because you're just watching two people make a lot of money. Because <laughs> Gary was just continually recurring uh, restructures with... It was reclamation of yeah. the restructure. He was on like 50 credits by the end of it or what something. What was he playing? What Kill Seattle. Seattle. It's oh. Literally, seesaw, scotch, scotch. Yeah. But yeah. there are yeah. so many cards that make that not work anymore. He's really um, voter intimidation. Yeah. I think, he, I think he, in one turn, he even voted Intimidation twice using Archive Memories. And failed both. Yeah. It's just to get rid of Aaron. But if you can get rid of Aaron, then... That, yeah, but that, it's not just Aaron, is it? It's Aaron, it's... It's... Match. Uh, match, it's uh, I mean, hell, even Guru Devender and stuff, mm. right? It's... 
Um, I think as you're saying, Tom, it's more screen, it's more of a surprise thing. You don't expect yeah. it to be killing you. You see CI and you think hasty or CI seven. Yeah. But can't you play around all of them at once? You kind of can. Can you? Um, CI seven. You want to put pressure at start and stop, and then have a big turn to try and stop it. Or you need vamp. Mm. Or Hades. Vamp answers most of them. No, CI7 will destroy. Until Hades is irrelevant. Because um, yeah, all they need to do is go down to the bottom three cards of their deck. They'll hold it now. They'll hold all the agents in hand. Hasty, you want to put under continual pressure. Otherwise. Yeah, because you're not worried about triggering their cards. You just have to keep pressuring them. Which is why in your game today you should have just been hammering R&D as opposed to setting up your engine. And the way the kill version works is you think they're CI7 setting up you hammer them early mm. oh you're shot on money kill you mm. pretty much even then it's not guaranteed I mean even then Gary uh, what in Gary's got out of the with the goddess yeah it's a pretty ballsy play the inst- I think he uh, in- it only worked because a parasite killed an itch yeah he timed it perfectly so when <laughs> the parasite killed the itchy the mother goddess became the only thing that would be rezzed liking it so, and it, it wasn't even that he was in store do some other things and then Parasite killed Itchy Robin then ran it he raised the Mother Goddess couldn't get in didn't have a Parasite to get round it but then uh, then Gary then had to Biotic and advance four times the FCOM that was in the server still though won in the tournament pretty ballsy though I think he was down to the last few cards in R&D I think yeah but he was, he was holding back the I think he had one agenda left in R&D and the rest were in his hand yeah Although Robin did get um, some HQ access, to the, uh, he got he got quite lucky and got a few off there. But even so, it was it was a long game. But it was just two people staring at each other for quite a while, making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But like Gary was having to keep uh, keep a lot of money in his pool because uh, he thought that Robin was running uh, Vamp. But Robin said at the end, "No, I don't run Vamp. I just wanted to make you think I was running Vamp." And so he was sitting pretty on like forty five <laughs> credits or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's kind of. It from the weekend. We've got uh, a game night kit coming up on Sunday. What are you going to be taking to that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm already. I could take that Chaos Theory deck. That's all right. You can just wake up, look in the mirror, ask yourself the same question, <laughs> before, and then you'll find a decision. And then when, I, sure. when I say yes, I'll bring the Chaos Theory. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He'll, say, he'll say yes, I am, and I don't care. <laughs> That's what will happen. But. Um, I'm probably going to take Planner and Geist. I could take that Wizard deck. Depends how desperately I want a, a Sunny. I could bring Wizard. That Wizard deck is just impressive. Mm. No, I'd just do it. I'd have to find uh, find space for two. Um, what's it called? Liberated counts because I found myself a bit short on money in that game. I won't care. Wait, I could... so, you, so you're going to put in a liberated account because you were short on money, and yet you still want to swap and inject out for. Earth Rises. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I've been in 1K in a wizard. Just I did consider the 1K, but then, uh, I don't know, just the prevalence of voter intimidation means that... I don't think there's that much of it. Mm, I suppose. Um, just before we go, the one, the one thing I do want to mention is that I, whenever we have another mini-tournament, whether it's another game night kit or just another tournament, I was going to suggest to Heidi that we try and do a cube draft. Just because... It's a different way to play. Have you, are you listening to, what is it, Theophilius Bagpiper? Yeah. yeah. The Scottish guy's doing a podcast, and they did a pretty much draft dedicated one, and it sounds really fun. 
and it's so much. It's, you're not putting a twenty quid price tag on it for people because you just. I mean, between you and me, Tom, we could just provide all the cards. But I you suppose probably, you probably have to get people blue stars. Yeah, you just say I'll bring these cards along, and then the rest will be provided. But it means that you can go in at what a five quid entry fee, and then you oh, just even less. If, if that, yeah, put it back to the. Yes, well, I mean, that's what they usually do. It's five quid entry and then get store cred back. But, I mean, at that point, it's, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd be up for a draft just for just some yeah, shits and games. I've been thinking that this, after regions, I've put a few together. Probably coming up three years playing and I've still never done a draft. Have you never done a draft? Never done a draft. Really? I mean, well, have you never done a draft? I've never done a draft. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, wasn't really able to afford it with the consistent yeah, releases. It's, it's like 20, yeah, something draft. ridiculous. Yeah. cards that... I'm You've already got... Yeah, it's not like magic where it's you know they actually yeah. have value, but I don't know. There was some there were some cards in there which was quite useful to have multiples of, but then I'm the man that only ever has two decks built. So. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I think the most interesting thing about the draft discussion was the way they talked about tweaking it. You can skew your draft slightly. How do you mean? Because um, they because they draft quite regular. Yeah, yeah. And so it sounds like they constantly remove a few cards and put a few more cards in. Oh, well, so nobody's, nobody's completely aware of everything that's in there. Yeah, so right. there's different strategies available in the draft. Hmm. I don't know, I just like the idea of, uh, of slow rolling a government takeover and making it like a June bug or something like that. Because there is one government takeover in the cube. You can just do that in a normal game if you want, Stephen. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying it'd go First, you've just got but... two false leads. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> in, um, in draft, it's only six points. Yes, yeah. so... Hence why, if you can slow roll a government takeover, you win. <laughs> yeah. That's why you just get a card up to eight counters, and then they have to run it. Is it eight counters? No, you get up to six. six. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you can push it up to eight, because then you can, you can then make it look like you're slow, slow rolling an uh, 11 advanced beetle, and win that way. <laughs> so, if it's, so if it's a trap, and you get it to six, and they still don't run it, you can advance it twice more, and still maybe then. I, I would um, I'd, I'd put it up to nine and have it be a plan B. <laughs> <laughs> if Plan B is in the, in the queue, but yeah, it's Plan B is definitely in the queue. Uh, well, yeah, I suppose. Why would you not put Plan B in the queue? That's it's hilarious. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's something we'll have to mention. I don't know what when they'd do it, but if we had like a just a normal ass tournament, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, that's it for now. I'm sure we'll. Uh, I think we're going to try and do some recording next weekend. Well, well just, it'd be interesting to see what a tournament is like after a Daedalus complex has come out now as well. I'm not sure how much effect that's going to have. Not the moment with that attitude. Okay, I'll build the network exchange <laughs> deck then. With Sifra and Parasite. And just like that, Tom looked into the mirror. <laughs> and on that note, say... I don't know, say bye, Steve. Goodbye, friend. <laughs> bye, Steve. <laughs> bye, Steve. <laughs>